What is up, my son? Let's have Ryan and Andrew Knotts. In this video, we're going to talk about Testo RX, Testosterone Booster. We're going to be discussing the ingredients, if it's really good, how effective the ingredients are working, are that the right doses, do they need to be cycled, all of the good stuff. Let's dive in. All right, so this is the article that I wrote about this more in depth. If you want to check it out, the link will be in the description. But so let's dive into this. This is the ingredients that you will get in the supplement. Vitamin D, vitamin K2, vitamin B6, magnesium, zinc, deaspartic acid, and fenugreek. So quick summary. Yes, all of the ingredients are good and can help to increase your testosterone. However, I have two issues with the fenugreek and the aspartic acid. Namely, the, the aspartic acid is best cycled. And the best dose is 3 grams. And the fenugreek extract needs to be higher at 500 to 600 milligrams and not 300. So that's the quick summary. And let's dive into the specific ingredients that we are going to discuss. So the first one is vitamin Ds, right? So there is a positive association correlation between vitamin D levels in total and free testosterone and lower levels of 6 and 1 globulin. So although one study found that supplementing 3,000 IUs of vitamin D for one year saw a 78 nanogram per deciliter increase in testosterone after one year, right? So if you had a testosterone of 400, it would increase to 478 after one year. Not that great, right? But there are many other studies showing that vitamin D doesn't increase your testosterone. 20,000 IUs for 12 weeks, now increase. 6 to 1,200 IUs daily for 16 weeks, now increase. 600 IE daily for 12 weeks, now increase. So basically, supplementation doesn't increase testosterone, but sunlight increases testosterone. Let's dive into that. Sunlight boosts testosterone, and there's a strong correlation between testosterone and the season. So in the winter, testosterone is lower. In the summer, testosterone is higher. So you will typically see that when you do a blood test and you've tested in the summer, you test in the winter, it's like, oh, what's wrong? My testosterone is lower, right? Um, and here are a few benefits. Like, so vitamin D is not useless. There are benefits to vitamin D. So vitamin D helps with, it inhibits the deactivation of androgens from the androgen receptor by inhibiting glucuronidation. It increases androgen receptors as well as androgen affinity to their receptors, and it increases IGF-1. So IGF-1 stimulates 5-alpha reductase, leading to more DHT. So in terms of mechanisms, vitamin D is really important. You want to get vitamin D. That's also why I'm always recommending getting sunlight, get sunlight, get sunlight, get sunlight, and not just supplement vitamin D. Because sunlight has a lot other benefits than just getting vitamin D, but vitamin D in itself also has benefits. Like vitamin D is one of the benefits of sunlight. But you can't get... All of the benefits of sunlight just by taking vitamin D. You have to do sunlight. Get sunlight. <laughs> Alright, vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 can help to increase testosterone. Vitamin K2 accumulates in the testis versus the liver. So you can see like 190 versus 0.6. Literally a lot more in the testis than in the liver. So supplementing vitamin MK4 massively increases MK4 in the testis as well. It goes from 190 to almost 1000. It accumulates there, and when you supplement it, it massively increases there as well. Now, obviously, supplementing it also massively accumulates in the liver, but it doesn't tend to accumulate there naturally by itself. So a vitamin K2 deficiency massively decreases testosterone without affecting LH. Testosterone, the white, is deficient. The control is this gray one, and the, the MK4 is the supplement group. So you can clearly see deficiency low, control is normal, supplemented, high, and LH, basically the same. And then in the testis, MK4 supplementation enhances the testicular sensitivity to LH and upregulates various sterogenic enzymes to boost testosterone production. So you can see the MK4 group, uh, you can see like this uh, triangle, 
is how their testosterone increased more than the group that didn't supplement it. So uh, LH remaining the same and testosterone increasing when you take a vitamin K2. So in the, in the animal studies, basically in K4, increased testosterone by an average of 56% and even up to 70% in some rats. MK4 increased intratesticular testosterone by 88%. So the main enzymes that are upregulated by MK4 are STAR and CYP11A1. So STAR is the rate-limited enzyme that transports cholesterol into the mitochondria to be converted into pregnenolone. CYP11A1 is the enzyme that converts cholesterol into pregnenolone. So it's the two first enzymes that's extremely important. Now, keep in mind the dose that they used were like really high in the animal studies they used what would be equivalent to 1,216 milligrams for a 100-kilogram guy. Now, granted, most MK4 supplements contain like one milligram per dose or something like that. So I don't recommend supplementing this gigantic dose, but there's still a very positive correlation between MK4 and testosterone. You want to make sure you get enough of that. All right, so the thing with a supplement is, the test or X, is that it only contains... 20 micrograms of MK2, and it's likely the MK7, not the MK4. So it's unlikely to have a testosterone-promoting effect. Vitamin K2 is helpful for increasing testosterone, but it needs to be the MK4 version, not the MK7. So then on top of that, vitamin K has benefits on estrogen. So it activates the enzyme 70-beta-HSD type 4. So it converts estradiol into estrone. Estradiol is our strongest estrogen. Estrone is a weaker estrogen. So by shifting this ratio, it reduces the estrogenic environment of the body. It also increases DHEA. It stimulates that by, by stimulating that same enzyme, it helps to convert androstenediol to DHEA. And then DHEA can be converted by 5-alpha reductase to androsterone to DHD, or can be converted into androstenediol testosterone. So vitamin K helps to improve this process right here. So vitamin K in K4, very awesome. Vitamin B6, so when you don't have enough vitamin B6, your testosterone drops, right? You want enough vitamin B6. So when, when vitamin B6 is low, this can lead to low testosterone despite normal LH, high prolactin, high adrenaline, enhanced estrogen sensitivity, enhanced cortisol sensitivity, low dopamine, and lots of negative things. Vitamin B6 is extremely important for functioning normally as a human being. So this, or X, contains only 5 milligrams of B6, which is a good amount to prevent overload and toxicity, but it's too low to prevent um, the beneficial effects of lowering prolactin. Like if someone has too much prolactin, they might need to take additional B6. But this is good because if you don't have high prolactin, you don't need that much of B6. And the B6 deficiency is very rare, right? So five milligrams, I would say, good job on that dose. All right, and then we switch over to diaspartic acid. And I did do a complete separate video and article this, so you can check my channel for that video on diaspartic acid. Or, and you can go and read the article that I have on my website on aspartic acid. So diaspartic acid helps to increase LH by increasing cyclic GMP, right? So you can see when they supplement aspartic acid, LH increases and also does cyclic GMP. So GMP is how it increases LH. And in the testes, it stimulates CMP, so cyclic AMP. In the pituitary, it's cyclic GMP, in the testes, it's cyclic AMP. And so three grams of aspartic acid on LH and testosterone, LH almost doubled, more than doubled at least. Uh, when they supplement three grams of aspartic acid, testosterone went from 800 to 888. So they had an 800, uh, sorry, an 80 nanogram per deciliter increase after four weeks of taking three grams of aspartic acid, which is not bad. And then uh, aspartic acid on testosterone. So aspartic acid accumulates in the pituitary and the testis, 
this is why it's really important for testosterone production and LH release. And when you deplete aspartic acid, it drops your testosterone significantly as well as the enzymes that create testosterone. So um, low levels of aspartic acid, lower SCAMP, and CAMP enhances the testicular sensitivity to LH. It lowers STAR, and so you don't transport as much cholesterol into the testis, and you in you have less seventeen beta HSD, which converts androstenedione dion to testosterone. Right, so aspartic acid is definitely extremely important. So there are four human studies looking at the effects of aspartic acid on testosterone, and on average, three grams daily increased testosterone by seventy-two nanograms per deciliter, whereas six grams lowered it. So here's the summary. You will see a three grams increase, three grams increase, uh, there's six grams decrease, six grams decrease, and then here was three grams where it really didn't have an effect. So at least two studies found that three grams increased, one study found that three grams was neutral, and then two studies found that six grams had a negative effect. So if you want to use the aspartic acid, it needs to be like three grams. But I elaborate more in the article um, that is based to cycle your diaspartic acid, and even better to get it from food. So if you want to find out what that foods are, check out that video or go and read the article. All right, so the next ingredient is fenugreek. So there are six studies showing that fenugreek can increase your testosterone. And after compiling all of the studies, the average increase in testosterone is 67 nanograms per deciliter. Now, some got as low as a 31 nanogram per deciliter increase, and others got a 124 nanogram per deciliter increase. Now, I personally am a fan of fenugreek because the research has been shown that it is useful not for just increasing testosterone, but also for improving the way you feel. Like almost all of the studies using fenugreek has found that fenugreek increases libido, mental alertness, focus, energy, stress resiliency. It has a mood uplifting effect. So it is a good supplement. Maybe it's not the best testosterone booster or it's not um, guaranteed to give you the highest testosterone levels. It's still going to change the way you feel, right? So also, some people are um, more likely to be responders and non-responders. So some people might get a 0% increase, and some people might even get like a 500 nanogram per deciliter increase from the same supplement. So here I compiled the evidence, the six studies. You can see every single one of them increased, uh, resulted in the increase in testosterone. So it does have beneficial effects on testosterone. So I definitely would say it's an interesting one to try out. So Tesla eggs contains a 50% saponin extract, which might or might not be able to increase testosterone because it hasn't been studied. So here you can see like the extracts that they used on this graph here that increased testosterone. So all of the extracts was able to increase testosterone, but the most effective ones was the Greycunin and the Furosap at increasing your testosterone. So a 50% saponin is not one of those, right? So it might increase testosterone. I don't, just don't know how effective it is. So I would rather stick to like one of the more uh, studied compounds for increasing your testosterone. And uh, you also want to use a high dose, like 50, 500 to 600 milligrams of fenugreek. And Tesla X contains only 300 milligrams, which might be ineffective. All right, then we go over to zinc. I've talked so much about zinc already. So you can check out my separate videos on zinc or read my articles. I'm just going to do a quick recap. When you don't have enough zinc, your testosterone drops, estrogen increases, very low testosterone to estrogen ratio, low DHT, very high 3-alpha dial, which is a weak DHT metabolite, and an awful DHT to 3-alpha dial ratio. In this graph, you can see low DHT, high 3-alpha dial, high estradiol, low testosterone. Very suboptimal state to be in. And then when you have a low zinc diet, reducing your zinc from 12 milligrams a day to almost like 5 milligrams a day, 
drop testosterone from 1,100 to 300. Massive drop if you don't consume enough zinc. Supplementing zinc, on the other hand, has been shown to increase testosterone. In this elderly men, supplementing 30 milligrams of zinc per day doubled their testosterone after six months. Quite good. There was another study where they supplemented zinc sulfate, 120 milligrams, twice daily, so it was quite a large dose, I'm saying 240 milligrams. And uh, they got a, how much was this? Nearly 200 nanogram per deciliter increase in under two months. So it is quite good. And also DHT increased. So zinc is extremely important. And it regulates testosterone production via a wide variety of different mechanisms. So zinc, extremely important, but I do prefer food instead of taking supplements. I can guarantee you, if you eat foods rich in zinc, like uh, meat, oysters and organ meat, you're going to get a much bigger increase in testosterone than just this. All right, the other one is magnesium, right? So magnesium has been shown to be positively correlated with testosterone levels. And then in terms of humans, here you can see there's a placebo group, exercise plus magnesium, exercise without magnesium. And the exercise with magnesium had the greatest increase in testosterone versus the exercise group did get an increase in testosterone, but not as much as when combined with magnesium. So magnesium is really important for increasing testosterone. Here is another study where they used ZMA. So this is relevant because Test or X uses ZMA. It contains zinc, magnesium, and vitamin B6. So ZMA has been shown to dramatically increase testosterone. Here you can see, going from 600, like 500 and something, to 700 and something, they got a 8, 184 nanogram per deciliter increase over an eight-week period, which is a good boost, right? In total and free testosterone, you can see the placebo group actually had a decrease in their total and free testosterone. Now, I did write an article on ZMA, and I also did a video on ZMA, so be sure to check that out because not all studies have found that ZMA increases testosterone, some nuances there. But I'm just pointing out that it can. So for the general population, most likely ZMA will have a beneficial effect on testosterone and other hormones. And then I'm also just pointing out like how there's the six main ways how magnesium can increase testosterone. First one is lowering gut inflammation and preventing leaky gut increasing ATP production, improving insulin sensitivity, lowering excess cortisol, improving thyroid hormone production, activating vitamin D and activating, uh, activating vitamin B1. Vitamin D, vitamin B1, important for testosterone production. All right, guys, this was it. So in summary, this is not a bad product. ZMA is going to be helpful for the general population for increasing testosterone. Fenugreek can help to increase testosterone and aspartic acid can increase testosterone. However, I would say fenugreek is underdosed. And they're using extract that has not been studied. Doesn't mean it's not effective. It just hasn't been studied. So I don't know how effective it will be. Then we have deaspartic acid, which is best to be cycled. The base dose was three grams. And I highly encourage you to check out my deaspartic acid video or read the article because there's some nuance that you need to know about deaspartic acid before you use it. So when you use deaspartic acid for too long, it becomes broken down quickly. So you can like completely lose the effects of deaspartic acid. That's just why you need to cycle it, right? And then, um, so this is why I don't really like this supplement because you're probably going to have to use the supplement two weeks on, one week off, two weeks on, one week off. And then you can't really benefit as much from the other ingredients in the supplement because it contains the aspartic acid. So that's kind of like my only beef with the supplement. But otherwise, I really like the supplement and it does contain good ingredients. And uh, so will test or X help build strength and increase energy and help with fat loss? Yes, the ingredients has been shown to do that. Will you feel something while using Testor X? Most likely, yes. The ingredients has been shown to improve mood and sexual function. Will Testor X increase your testosterone? Maybe by 100 nanograms per deciliter on average. 
testosterone boosters don't negate the need to eat better and live a good lifestyle. You need to do the good stuff. When you do the good stuff, you eat the right diet that's abundant in nutrients. You live a good lifestyle. You optimize your sleep, you walk, you get your sunlight. These testosterone boosters are likely not going to increase your testosterone when you do all the right stuff. Because like ZMA is going to be completely ineffective when you eat the right diet. And when you do stress management, optimizing your sleep, fenugreek and aspartic acid is probably not going to do anything because you've already optimized those aspects. Now, if you train hard, your diet's maybe not as good. You are living a stressful life. I think this supplement can help. But again, I don't like the fact that it contains the aspartic acid that needs to be cycled. Because if you use it for eight weeks, you're going to lose the benefits that you get from the aspartic acid. And you can rather instead just use ZMA and a better fenugreek extract, uh, those two together, instead of using this supplement. But otherwise, it's good. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this video, and I'll check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.